Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast. On this episode, we are recapping the Freelance versus CZW2 wrestling show that Chris and I attended this past Friday. I'm sitting here in the Chuck Colorado compound with Chris Ramiro. Chris, introduce yourself. Well, you guys know me. There's not much to introduce. I drink a lot of Modelo's, mm-hmm. and I thoroughly enjoy this show. Um, yeah. I think we've we've talked briefly, you know, after the show, and on our drive home of how how we just really enjoyed ourselves. Like mm-hmm. we, this show to me had everything that I did not know I wanted. Wow, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, there were no Modelo's at the Logan Square Auditorium <laughs> being right. sold, but we switched to Coronas. So that was our drink of choice this past Friday night. But I would agree with you that we had kind of a, I had almost like a butterflies in my stomach, kind of funny feeling uh-huh. uh, leaving the arena or the, the auditorium this past Friday. And it was, I, I was on almost sort of a, well, the Corona's helped, but it was like a natural wrestling high after the show uh, mm-hmm. because it was just an overall, like the best way to put this, this show is that it was really, really fun overall um and i agree with your point about that there were some things that unique things that were really were really cool and you didn't even know or expect them exactly Um, yeah like mm -hmm. nothing at least and i you know you walk in you you go to a show and you have certain expectations you have certain matches you know you want to see yep but for this one like since it since the beginning since the first uh match uh the the dark match that they had uh it just completely made me forget about what my expectations were. And I would just roll with it. Yeah, so Dark Match, um, and I don't know, I don't even think this was, was that on the live stream that they had going? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. So a lot of people didn't get to see it. So it was uh, Frankie Pickard. It was two CZW guys. Mm-hmm. Frankie Pickard versus Mike Dell, I believe. Yep. Um, I don't know them really at all. I've seen Frankie Pickard on Twitter a little bit. Yeah, but isn't he a, a champion in a promotion somewhere? He's a champion in a promotion somewhere. I think it was called like Rampage Pro. Mm-hmm. I have no clue where it is. Um, so that was the hot opener. Um, it was fun. It was what an opener should be or a dark match should be. Right, um, it was a dark match. And mm-hmm. then they still gave us a, a few minutes to kind of get ready. Yeah. Right, which I thought um, it, it threw me off uh, by surprise. I, I thought we were going to go right into the show. Yeah. But uh, it... It was it was cool. Like I I didn't mind it, and it gave me some time to you know get another beer in or whatnot, and mm-hmm. and uh, that eight man scramble right. That's the kickoff. Yeah, yeah. I, to, back to your point about the the pausing in between. Like there was a lot of people at this show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the most that I've seen, I guess, from attending some freelance wrestling shows. Um, even though we're told, I think the freelance versus CZW one might have drew more. But in terms of like maybe the past six months or even twelve months for freelance, there is right. We were three hundred plus deep, right? We were three hundred plus deep in Logan Square Auditorium. There's a lot of people standing uh, behind us who really didn't have seats. Mm-hmm. Uh, they probably could have put more chairs in there if they had them. But uh, one of the things that uh, Hector and I were talking about briefly, our friend Hector who was there with us, is that we kind of like that. Like give give us space to even if we're standing. Like, give us space to stand, right? Because yeah, that's if you a good put point. too many chairs sometimes, like we've seen before in other shows, um, then we're all cramped in there. You can't really move. 
I, I kind of like that. I like the fact that they don't have that many chairs. Yeah. Well, we showed up early enough to get chairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was well, that's co- true. That could be a little. <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh-huh. Uh But it was it was good that there was a lot of people there, so there was a lot of people like I wanted to talk to mm-hmm. beforehand. So yeah, I felt like we had enough time to hang out with everyone kind of before, and then the dark match happened, and then got to get another beer and talk to some more people before like the show kicked off, and it did kick off with. Not a six-man scramble, but an eight-man scramble. Right. Um, so four freelance wrestlers, four CZW wrestlers. And by the way, if you... Spoiler alert here. If you would like to know... I guess there's going to be some results of... Or we could or we could save how the matches ended um, for the podcast. And then if you want to go like watch this, you can go by the DVD when it's out. But um, we have a results page, too. Mm-hmm. That we that we created for freelance wrestling. Yep, and um, it's if you just click, go to freelancewrestling.com and click the results tab. Tab. Mm-hmm. Um, there is all the results too on that page. Um, so what do you want to do? Do you want to just we we can just give a spoiler alert and uh, you know well, yeah, if you I think this know. whole show is just a spoiler alert. I guess right? so. Like yeah. we're talking about our experience there, and mm-hmm. uh, let's just run through the card and call out you know certain things that you know got caught our attention. Okay. Uh, and the first thing that caught my attention, and as you mentioned, uh, normally freelance kicks off with that six-man scramble. Right. Uh, when the announcer went up on on uh, uh, went up there to announce the match. Kirby, right? Kirby, there you go. Yeah, I was looking for his name. Mm-hmm. Um, he he said they were not going to start with a six-man scramble, and I was like, what? Like that's that's one of the things I look forward to on a freelance show. Yeah. Um, but no, he he swerved us and said we're going to kick it off with an eight-man scramble. Right. So, the, the crowd uh, popped huge on that. And yeah, this crowd was ready to pop. Yeah, that's true. Um, so uh, do you want to name the contestants of this match? Yeah, so uh, we're going back really quickly. So Frankie, uh, excuse me, what did I say his name was? I really think I wrote it down in my notes. Um, the match, the, the dark match. Oh, okay. Uh, that Frankie guy won. I'm confusing. Oh. I'm getting confused on his last name now. <laughs> um, but uh, he went over on Mike Dell. Um, the A-Man Scramble was Kid Christian, Brendan Conway. I, I know, I knew probably a couple people in this match. Uh, Kid Christian, Brendan Conway, Zicky Dice. Not sure who that, I can't even remember what he looked like. Elliot Paul, who's a freelance guy. Pat Monix, who's a freelance guy. Uh, Jimmy Lloyd, Anthony Bennett, and Ace Austin. That was eight people. Right, so Ace Austin, he's the magician guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it reminds he, me of Gambit from X Men. Uh huh. Flicking yeah. cards and stuff. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty cool gimmick. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of these guys for me are new as well. Um, but he definitely caught my attention from the beginning. Um, and another one that I soon quickly became a fan of uh, it's uh, Kid Christian. Kid Christian. Yeah. And why is that? small guy underdog like just because of his size compared to everybody else in the match true underdog Uh, story yeah and i I don't know like i guess he he has that that look of like it could be any of us you know just you know trying to make he's got the paco look he's got the paco look i didn't want to compare him i didn't want to mention paco but definitely it does remind you of of paco from from aw uh, didn't didn't Hector say that? Didn't Hector say that this is CZW's Paco? Didn't he make that comparison? He made he made that joke, yeah, during the show. But uh, it's true. I mean, and I quickly became a fan a fan of the guy, and 
you know, I wanted to support some of these wrestlers. I, I didn't see he had any merch or anything, so I wasn't right. able to, you know, put my two cents in there and help him out in that. But yeah, uh, yeah. And who do you do you remember the guy's name? And and I'm sorry if I if I don't remember the name, but. There was a shooting star press by. This. I'm pretty sure that was Brendan Conway, who yeah, was a, right. a larger gentleman, had a little bit of a gut. The fact that we were pretty much we were on that side of the of the ring, uh-huh. and it looked like he was above us, like that stood out to me throughout the whole night. Like he the, did a shooting star press out of nowhere. It was it was shooting star press at that. It was scary and shocking but also really cool. Uh huh. Every I think every person in this match took a dive to the outside, even the ref. Even the ref that was during this match, right? Yeah, or no, or no, no? Uh, I, was that during the tag match later? Uh, Thinking about it, I don't know. A ref did take a <laughs> a ref did take a dive. I think it might have been during this match. I don't know. I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the ref took a do- a bump from the top rope onto every single participant. That was cr- that was hilarious. That was like one of those. That's a really good example of one of those fun things that made this entire show really fun. Right, because everybody's taking dives, and then all of mm-hmm. a sudden you don't expect it, and then you see the ref up on the third rope. The whole crowd <laughs> is, and he, the, it was almost, he was giving the facial expressions, should I do it? You know, should uh-huh. I jump? And the whole crowd's like, yeah, 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 jump. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, but the shooting star press out of nowhere, um, everyone was working really hard. There was, like, people, if people didn't move for some of these dives that were happening, like, like, fans move out of the way like yeah. people were gonna get hurt <laughs> uh but everyone thankfully everyone moved out of the way um i noticed that i noticed that all of those you know all those that uh like that crowd behind us uh-huh. do you know why like the crowd who looked kind of like bros in a sense uh-huh. do you know why they were there no i realized they're all friends of one of the wrestlers pat monix oh it was like his crew okay um but uh i thought he did really well uh-huh. in the match um, I think he's got the size. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, to kind of move up this card in freelance. Um, Jimmy Lloyd, who I've heard of briefly, I think I caught his name during WrestleMania weekend on okay. Twitter or something like that. He seemed really familiar. Um, but I thought everyone did really well. Yeah, it was it was a very enjoyable match. Um, you know, we we did talk about you know the dives here and there, but everybody put in their part. And surprisingly, uh, Kid Christian takes the win. Yeah. Right? Yep. So a guy named Dan O'Hare, who I don't know who he is, rushes into the ring. I don't even know why he did. Mm-hmm. It's a bald guy from CZW, Dan O'Hare. Rushes into the ring. He puts Ace Austin through a table um, right. on his shoulders. It was more like a plank of wood that he brought uh-huh. to the ring with him. And then he power bombed. Kid Christian on top of Ace Austin and Kid Christian laid there for the pin. And it seemed that when he landed, he hurt himself. Dude, it was scary. When when you powerbomb a human on top of another human, it's never like a great landing, right? Yeah. (laughs) Um, So it's a scary... In fact, the Authors of Pain Pain did that to... Well, it wasn't intentional. But you know how the Authors of Pain do that where they both lift a guy for a powerbomb and And they they like smack smack backs? backs, Yeah. Yeah. Um, during, I think it was, I don't think it was taped, but one of the authors of pain actually t- accidentally turned the wrong way and powerbombed the guy on top of the other dude. Oh, powerbombed the guy on the guy's face. And it was very yeah. reckless. Um, this was not that case, but still anytime mm-hmm. you, this was like an intentional powerbomb on a person, but it's never, 
I mean, it's never a there's no what, good an way even to take, landing. Yeah, right? Like, how do you take a bump on top of someone's back, right, without it sucking? Um, so yeah, it was, it was like it's not the tone. Uh huh. It's a tone setter. And there was enough comedy here, yeah. Right? Like in in this match, that is like all right, you know. And and this is obviously looking back, uh, but at the moment I'm like, oh, that was good. That was entertaining. And then. What we get next was also shocking to me, which was the Sugar D. Yep. Um, versus Ricky Shane uh, Page. Yeah. Uh, this was a match, and I'm like, okay, Sugar D, I've seen him before. Like, you know, super baby face, yep. super over with the freelance crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, and surprisingly enough, it had his comedy bits in it. Yeah, it did. Mm hmm. Uh, so he was doing the thing where he was rolling away from all of the dives and splashes and kind of what L- Brizongo did at Backlash when we went. Right. It reminded me a little bit of that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but actually, Ricky Shane Page, too, who I don't I, I, I a lot of these guys I've never seen before. So it's kind of cool to get introduced to the CZW yeah. roster um, a little bit deeper. But he seemed he seemed. To be, go- he was like going along with the comedy too. So I don't know mm-hmm. if he's like more serious all the time or if he is a comedy wrestler. Uh, but he was like pretty funny himself. And the ending kind of landed in a funny way where he, uh, R- Sugar D rolled away from one of his splashes he was going to do. And Ricky oh, Champagne uh-huh. tried to, to make it, to yeah. make it still, fell short. And then he got caught with a, mo- it's a shining wizard, but I believe it's called a Chaco Mura. Uh-huh. It's basically a shining wizard from Sugar D. And I guess that he uses that as his finisher and picked up the victory. Um, but every time I, I feel like I watch Sugar D, I just listen to Bruno Mars like two days after and have that song stuck <laughs> uh-huh. in my head. Uh, but yeah, it was... I have no complaints about this match at all. What are you, what no, are your no, no, no complaints at all. Like mm-hmm. like I said, uh, I've, I haven't seen a bad match of Sugar D and I, and I haven't watched a lot of his other indie stuff outside of Freelance. Yeah. Um, and it did surprise me a little bit that this, you know, cause I guess maybe that's, it's me that when I hear CCW, I'm going to like, I'm automatically thinking like weapons and super bloody matches. Um, and having this, this face off, uh, between freelance and CCW, I was expecting some of that or I was, yeah, I guess my mind was already, you know, conditioned, pre- conditioned to, mm-hmm. to, to think that I was going to see a bunch of that stuff and, and I didn't, and I didn't, you know, I, not like I'm complaining about it, but yeah. I, I, it made me enjoy it even more, maybe, because it was something that I was not expecting. So they did, so yeah, so there was some hardcore stuff. They didn't overdo it, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's true. Um, automatically, what comes to your mind is like Tournament of Death stuff, yeah. where every single match, it's like you're breaking light bulbs over each other. And if you notice, uh, Tremont, who was in a match later, and Ricky Shane Page, had and I think I pointed this out to you, but the back of their arms and like the back of their shoulders, mm-hmm. there was a ton of like little cuts. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that is scarred up. Yeah. That's from like if you watch, if you I, I watched the CZW YouTube documentary, which mm-hmm. is, that's how I knew about who DJ Hyde was. Okay, because he's the owner. Um, and if you watch a documentary, everyone's arms and like every picture I see from Tournament of Death, it's the arms that take like the most beating. Yeah. Unless and like maybe the head too, but your arms are just like getting your arms and your back are just constantly right, being that's cut the, up. The part that's most exposed, I guess, right? And, and it's you're ta- taking the bump on it. Exactly. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're taking the most bumps onto these onto this 
Either like, you're taking the bumps on certain things or certain like surfaces, or you're getting hit with something in your back, right? Right, so. exactly. Away from the head. I mean, mm-hmm. some stuff goes on the head, but they they like they'll wrap up these fluorescent light tube like into like almost like a six or eight pack, mm-hmm. and then yeah. that becomes like one thing you land on. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so you you, it was cool. I thought that they didn't overdo it. Uh-huh. They kind of t- they kind of adapted styles a little bit, and not every. CZW show is like Tournament of Death. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, they, it was just like just enough, this whole this whole kind of... Because I don't think I could ever go to a Tournament of Death. It's like there's there's some hardcore stuff that I see out there that I just don't even enjoy almost because it gives me like Yeah, even when you stumble of, across it on YouTube or Facebook, yeah. you, you look at it, but you're like, you want to look away. And then sometimes I just end up scrolling. I'm like, this is too much. It, it like you become almost like immune to it. Like a tournament of death by the fourth match, I'd probably be immune to it, and I'd be like, "This mm-hmm. is not even special anymore," because it's like there's so many crazy, there's so mm-hmm. much crazy shit going on um, that I'd, I and then plus the brutality of it, it I don't know, like if I could watch right. it because it just, I don't know, it's scary. Like to me, I'm I'm not afraid to say that like I have fear for some people's lives when this stuff. Well, happens. Charlie, wrestling is a buffet. <laughs> <laughs> this show was a buffet. It the, did have exactly. a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you want to take us into what happened after? Oh, I got the results page up. I don't know if you're uh, looking at it. But. I am not looking at it, but... <laughs> uh, um, so, next match was the Minnesota Mafia. Yeah. I knew the match that was coming up next, because mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed these guys. Um, the Not Minnesota Mafia, but... Um, Private Party. Private Party. Mm-hmm. Like, they really brought the party in a, in a very different way. Like, we've seen this yeah. gimmick in other places. Um and I think they, they, they really know how to work it. They um, were working it in the ring. They were doing uh, the Jump On It song. Uh-huh. And everyone was dancing to that. Some people they, in the crowd started dancing. Yeah. And then uh, for some reason, uh, who was it? Uh, Sugar D ran into the uh, into the ring to, mm-hmm. to dance along with um, who else came in? Anthony Bennett. Uh-huh. That guy was in the A-Man scramble. Mm-hmm. Um but this match was sponsored by Two Heels and a Face. That's if right. If you looked at the image poster, uh, the match was the Minnesota Mafia's Cody Rice and uh, I almost said Baron Darren Corbin, mm-hmm. and then versus Private Party, whose names I don't know. But they were two athletic-looking gentlemen, and they had I think I think they were both kind of like in highlighter green clothing. Yeah. Um, the match stopped a couple times Wearing for like dance offs. Yeah, I weren't glow sticks. Oh, I caught some beads and I caught a glow stick. <laughs> you did. And yeah. you nicely enough mm-hmm. passed them down to other people behind us. Yep. I wasn't um, gonna hold that shit the whole time. <laughs> You're like, I just wanted to catch something. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Um, and they brought their own personal shot guy. Yeah, the shot guy. Uh-huh. And the, I saw him walking around the ring later, too. Like, he wasn't uh-huh. done. Um, but they they played all those party hype anthems, too, like Lil John's uh-huh. uh, shot song. Um, but, man, like, that's an, this is, like, another example of, like, the energy level, kind of, of uh-huh. this show was, like, constantly up. You know, you were constantly on a high. It's like there was no almost – there was no lull. Uh huh. There was not. Yeah. There was no lull for me to even have an opportunity to get like tired, because but because they kept the energy level at its peak, um, and this is an example of that. And uh, a lot of funny stuff too with like Cody Rice, like he was dancing even though he's on the opposite. Right. Uh huh. And then uh, <laughs> Darren, I have to think about his name before I say it. Darren Corbin was like getting pissed over it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But they ended, Minnesota Mafia ended up winning with a special team finisher called the Butter Cutter Cutter. Oh, I don't know okay. Why it's called that. Um, but Cody Ri- Cody Rice was wearing a hamburger the hamburger uh, singlet, right? Hamburger singlet, yeah. And um, he did the Joey Ryan where he like rubbed oil all over himself. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, what was he hiding in his trunks? It was that oil. Oh, it was that oil, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, for the longest, since it was a, uh, you know, the party theme, I thought it was a kazoo because it was sticking out like a kazoo, and I thought it was that. But no, then he popped out with the oil. That would have been. That's not a bad. <laughs> that's not a bad guess. I wouldn't mind seeing him do that. Um, but yeah, this was another. This is more comedy. It wasn't. It went, and it's funny because like if you maybe if you listen to us talk about this, you could say like the comedy like they maybe overdid it. But it didn't feel like it. When yeah, I was, no, like, it didn't. I wasn't like, like, complaining about any of it. At the beginning, like they had their comedy spots, and then when it was in ring action, it was in ring action, and it was yeah. great. And uh, uh, they're uh, what are the name of these guys? Private party. They're they're super athletic, so they bring that like agility and fast mm-hmm. paced to compensate. You know, with the, to with uh, uh, what's his name? Sorry, which one? I forgot. Uh, <laughs> cheeseburger singlet. Cody Rice. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, it merged well, and then they had their comedy spots. But yeah, they they definitely didn't overdo it. It didn't feel that way. I think the whole crowd was invested 100% up to this point. Yeah, and every match, like the crowd yeah. was mm-hmm. in it. The crowd was ready to go, and they and they and they came. Um, it, then it got serious. Yeah, got real serious. CZW rules match. So now we're getting a little hardcore. And this match was, and also by the way, everyone got time. I know I'm a big fan of everyone getting the amount of time that they mm-hmm. need. Yeah. Everyone got time. Even the CZW rules match was, was a little bit shorter. I felt like it was like the appropriate amount of time. Right. It um, had enough violence to, to kind of compensate for, for, for the, the, I guess, um, what I'm trying to say is that it was violent enough to say, okay, this is the right amount of time for this match. It yeah. too long. Yeah, it didn't. Mm-hmm. It didn't. Because they did everything they needed to do. Um, this match was Matt Tremont, father Matt Tremont, okay. which is his nickname, against Craig Mitchell, part of Beta. Yeah. Um, it ended with a Liger bomb on the thumbtacks, but there was, thumbtack, there was multiple thumbtack spots. Um, Craig Mitchell was throwing chairs at Matt Tremont's head, just yeah. throwing them across the ring. There was uh, mouse traps, um, a lot of stuff going on, on the outside, and before the match too, there was like a really good stare down. And yeah, Matt- it definitely set like as soon as they were about to start the match, like it gave you a different feel. Like okay, you're going to watch something a bit more serious. Right, we're we're it's time yeah. it's time to turn up the heat. Exactly. Um, looking at my notes here to see if there was any other um, things at the end. Oh yeah, so at the end of it. Um, but before I say the end, did you have any and anything in this match that really stuck out to you besides just like the physicality of it? No, the the chair shots were brutal. Yeah, like there there weren't even chair shots. Like he was throwing chairs at him. He's throwing chairs like, at, at his him. head, and one of them got like caught around his neck. Yeah, around Tremont's neck when he it, when it was it hit hard his head. enough that you know when you fold a chair, like. The, the motion, yeah, pretty much like got caught in his head. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, and also, Matramont's head. Matramont had some head damage <laughs> from a tournament of death. Uh-huh. His head was a, a little lumpy, and that's from I can't think of the name, but there's these little spiky circles that uh-huh. uh, in tournament of death. I can't think of that. They're called plugs, maybe. Okay. 
people will stamp them on the other people's head and they get stuck in there. Oh shoot! So I'm pretty sure Matchamon mm-hmm. had a, uh, a few of those, <laughs> a few of those those plugs in his head because if you notice the front of his head, it wasn't it wasn't round. <laughs> you could say <laughs> it was like a the little shape lumpy. of it. Yeah. It was a little lumpy, like it's recovering or ha- or yeah. like it's a permanent scar um, from something. Uh, but after the match, the four star heroes, which is Castro and That's Matt right. Nix, um, newly formed tag team. Or, excuse me, newly reformed. I guess they yeah. were a tag team in the past, mm-hmm. newly reformed. Um, they hit the ring to take down, because Nix was a former member of Beta. And, and okay. uh, yeah, take down. Uh, he, at the last show, remember at, at the last show he turned when it was Nix versus Alex Olsen? Okay. And then Beta yeah. came out to beat down Alex Olsen mm-hmm. even more. And then Nix said, you know, stop that. He's my friend, et cetera. So Nix turned babyface. And they came to the ring to beat down Craig Mitchell, get revenge on him. Craig Mitchell ended up getting away. The other guy, the other member of Beta, Kenny Sutra, then came from the crowd, sneak attack on Chris Castro's knee. Oh, yeah, he messed up his knee, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Castro was selling the knee. This is probably going to lead to some kind of, I don't know if Castro is going to be out now, uh, kayfabe out, but this is going to, this might lead to some kind of tag team match or handicap match. Like this is going to boil into something. A good example of freelance's long term storytelling that they're doing here. For sure. Um, and Nix and Castro like weren't even booked, and or but they had a role still in mm-hmm. in the show. Yeah. Um, which I thought was really cool that they they can use people in different ways who aren't even booked on the show because there's a lot of people on that roster. Yeah. And it's a lot of names that aren't ho- ho- like you could say independent household names yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're finding ways to still involve those people in show, give them some work. Right. Without, and, and it d- definitely mm-hmm. helps. Um, it's smart. It's a smart way of using them. Like you said, for yep. long, long-term storytelling fits in perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, thumbs up. I even got myself a Chris Castro t-shirt. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was standing on a chair. <laughs> a uh, lot of people were even Leo Roche. I mean, was sitting on a chair. Yeah, that's like a that was like a thing they were doing was uh-huh. standing on the chair with a shirt in their hand, and you can't you can't knock the hustle, right? Right. Um, so the next match, Robert Anthony, Ego, Mister oh, Mister yeah. Freelance versus DJ Hyde. I think this was to start off from coming back from intermission. I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. DJ Hyde is the owner of CZW, owner promoter. Um, he's an older gentleman, not extremely athletic. I think he wrestled in the past. Now, I don't know. I, I think he wrestles sparingly, I, wa- I, I want to say. Um, but he wrestled, and there was a savage promo cut before this. Yeah. Um, DJ Hyde is actually really good on the mic. Um, he's very really well-spoken. Very well-spoken. He's not afraid to... Uh, what I love about him is not afraid to look like a jackass for a crowd. Uh-huh. Um, even on that YouTube documentary, he got like almost half buried into a hole. Right, you were like telling me about this. On dirt. Uh-huh. Yeah, and like it looked miserable. Uh-huh. And uh, but you know he takes one for the team. It seems like every single time to put on a show and be that heel that everyone loves to see bad shit happen to. Yeah. Um. So there was a promo. There was a promo in the mat at the beginning of this match. DJ Hyde was talking about how Robert Anthony used to wrestle for CZW. And how he won the title from who we know now as Dean Ambrose. Right. Um, 
And apparently he also, um, and I don't know who mentioned this. Uh, I think he mentioned that he had to stay at w- WWE too, right? Oh, Ego? They said they both worked in WWE together. That's right. That's Yeah. So I don't know what, I mean, de- Ego might have just been like in developmental or I don't I, know, I don't know what capacities yeah. Yeah, they both played in there, but that was interesting. I didn't know that. Well, Ego, Ego worked a dark match at um, TakeOver. Yeah. So Oops. like, I mean, they that know that. Yeah, that's probably why they chose him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because they they knew of him, like WWE, from past. Um, sadly, and then there was some name calling of wives. There <laughs> yeah. was um, just a lot of shit going on, talking about each other's past and history and how they've interacted in the past. And DJ Hyde has beaten Ego to, like every single times. time. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were both wearing track jackets of the two teams. Mm-hmm. And I think I mentioned this to you during the show, like the where they were, the way they delivered their promos and what they were saying, it made it seem like guaranteed blood in this match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They but, said like Ego said, "I'm going to leave you in a bloody mess, tapped out mm-hmm. on the floor." Um, it was, it was. This was like the match where it's like this, this. It was, actually, if you think about it, it was like a lot of comedy at first, and then it like. The, the CZW rules match and this match were like, okay, let's get fucking serious. Yeah, for this sure. This is a war. It's freelance versus CZW. Like, stop chanting CZW in the crowd if you right. represent, if you're wearing a freelance shirt. Um, like, this is serious shit. Mm-hmm. We want to win, et cetera. Um, and I haven't even counted, like, the tally of... You know, victories and wins. Uh, victories for and wins. Each team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of want to do that right now, uh, but maybe I'll do that when you're talking or something like that. <laughs> but <laughs> right. uh, it w- it got real serious. Um, spitting in the like uh, during the match, DJ Hyde spit in the face of Ego's wife. I guess she oh, was in the crowd. Was it his wife? I thought Girlfriend. it was just somebody. Like no, I-, I think that was his woman. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. Um, at the beginning of this match is when uh, uh, Ego took him around the ring and everybody was chopping him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, every single... Yeah, people got like... His, his wife or girl... Row, yeah, everyone too. else was like <laughs> slapping um, DJ Head on the chest, uh, slapping mm-hmm. him in the face. That's another thing, like... There has... there You got to swallow your pride, man. Like, if you... I mean, DJ has probably been doing this for a long time, but... You have mm-hmm. to like say, okay, I'm gonna look like a jackass at some points. Like he kind of did. Yeah, he did during this match. Um, and uh, but it was all like that made the match so much better. Yeah. So props to him mm-hmm. for just swallowing his pride. Absolutely. There. Um, and ended with a finisher tap out. I don't know if it was a finisher, but it ended with like yeah. it was like a Walls of Jericho or Boston Crab. <laughs> In my mind, submission. I was gonna call it uh, the Billy Goat Curse. It's the 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 Cole Cabana. Oh yeah, but no, it wasn't like. Coke like a Boston crab, yeah, of? yeah. But he was like holding them. He was like, it was, it wasn't like he had his. It wasn't like DJ Hyde's legs were like kind of tucked in the ego's mm-hmm. underarms, if you know what I mean. Okay, during that mm-hmm. Boston crab, it's not the Cole Cabana though, because Cole Cabana, he's facing like like ego was facing away from DJ Hyde when he had the submission. In. That's right. You're right. Yeah. Cole Cabana, he's facing. He's facing. So yeah, towards I guess him. like a. Walls of Jericho type. Yeah, it was like a Boston, Boston crab, crab, but he was holding it. He was holding him at his like his knees mm-hmm. instead of like in having right. DJ Head's legs in kind of his. It's really hard to explain how a wrestling <laughs> move works over a podcast. So I bought, that was probably just awful. But 
But he got the tap out. He got the tap out. It was all, and then he said he was going to. There was uh-huh. no blood, though. What no do you think blood. about there being no blood? I was perfectly fine with that. Okay, it. cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, it would have been nice just because of the severity of the promo that they cut at the beginning to see some blood. That's a good point. Um, but, I mean, regardless, like maybe I was just in such a high and really enjoying the show throughout the whole time that it didn't bother me that I, even though I expected to see it and it didn't happen, I was fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good point. I'm just going to go through here really quick because it's not yep. bothering me. <laughs> so CCW won. Freelance won. I'm just counting in my head. Uh, this is a... That's a freelance. So freelance is up two to one at the tag match with the Minnesota Mafia. Um, two to two, the CZW rules match tied it. So right now, after this match, freelance, freelance. is up three to two. Um, after the Robert Anthony DJ Hyde match, freelance okay. is up three to two. Um, oh, okay. So I know who won. Um, but we're gonna keep the suspense going. <laughs> okay. Uh, so. We go into then the there was only three matches, three matches after intermission, but they were like yeah. they were, like I said, everyone got the proper mm-hmm. amount of time. Um, the eight man tag match. This is the team freelance versus team CZW. Yeah, team freelance versus team CZW. I'm realizing that like the by looking at this card, kind of at a full mm-hmm. at a at a what what's like a business term we can use at like a three hundred uh, foot view. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, um, I'm realizing now, like the whole first front half of it was like putting people in. A, I just kicked something. Was putting people in like a lighthearted mood, and then the second half was like all like this is. Yeah, let's get it down. all led it up to lead it up to a more serious tone. Yeah, it did. It did. Let's get down to business. Um, Gate man tag was oh the, we on our on our results page we don't have all the people who were involved in the same man tag maybe maybe we oh should maybe add we'll that add that yeah uh, the freelance side was really easy to name off. It was GPA. It was Stevie Fierce. Stevie Fierce, who are they're in a they're in a rivalry right now. They're in mm-hmm. a they're in a storyline, you could say. Eric Cannon. Aaron Cannon and Kelly? No, Smiley Kylie Ray. Smiley Who's Kylie. Kelly? Kelly Kelly? No, not Kelly, because she was not in this match. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. and the other side was Joe Gacy. It was M- Maria Manic, I believe her name was. Uh-huh. Um and two CZW guys who I just really didn't know, and I could probably yeah. pull up the. Um, well, it's gonna take too long, but um, we'll have it on the results page for you on okay. freelancewrestling.com. If you go to freelancewrestling.com once again, and just click the results tab, you'll see it after this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Go so on. Joe Gacy was the one guy I knew. Um. I think it's Manic Maria or Maria Manic. Maria Manic, Connor mm-hmm. Claxton. Connor Claxton. And Alexander James. Alexander James, who was who was kind of like doing the the William Regal gimmick. Did you notice? He had his uh-huh. hands. Yeah. He was trying to like shake people's hands and had the other hand behind his back, mm-hmm. like very proper. He was like the anti-CZW guy in CZW. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the CZW wrestlers had like the same look. Did you notice that? Uh, what do you mean by that? I mean, I felt like they were, I, f- I feel like they were dudes that, I don't know, like they, they were all like a little bit. Like that backyard wrestling. Yeah, they guy. look like backyard wrestlers. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. They're like all kind of round almost. Uh-huh. And they all had like some kind of spiked or like sweaty hair, except for Tremont. But uh-huh. Tremont's like kind of, he's a round individual. Um, if that, if that makes, like he's got a bald head and he's a little bit. 
he's athletic, still a little bit, just a little bit huskier. Um, but yeah, they all kind of look like backyard wrestlers, except for this Alexander James guy. Um, he was like the only one wearing tights too. I think all the rest of the oh, that, could, that you could be right on. I that. think that's it. I think maybe it's the tights like that do tight that. Tight and boots combo. Yeah, was just everyone else kind of had like a cut off CZW shirt, which you should rep mm-hmm. your your brand. Uh, but then they were wearing like jean shorts almost with like knee pads. Well, and high don't boots. discredit uh, Maria. Yes, she's ripped. Yeah, she is. She's a hoss, like in a good way and not in a bad way. Like she is very strong. Like her her thigh is probably the size <laughs> of like my back. Then she cut. Then she catch a flying GPA. She caught GPA in a crossbody <laughs> and then gave him a fallaway slam. Yeah, that was probably like top five pops of the night, maybe top three. That that spot, um, but it was cool what they did. Kind of at first, they were like, it was almost like a person got tagged and then his his or her counterpart got tagged and then they would do like a little sequence and then attack. They, they they like tagged all four people in. Yeah, had them do a little thing before like shit started breaking down. Right, in this match. Before I don't know where we get uh, what's his name Stevie Fears, he brings out that mirror. He brings out the mirror. Um, I didn't see that coming. No, and all when all of this stuff, everyone's kind of going. It, it's broken down right at yeah. this point in the match. Everyone goes in like one at a time and does their gets their shit in, as Stone yeah. Cold would say. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and then all of a sudden, GPA's in the ring and Stevie Fears comes in instead of someone from the other team. And smacks him with the mirror right in the skull. The same way he put out uh, Matt Cage. Yeah, right? yeah, that's like his. I kind of like how he's getting that trademark and yeah. stuff. Um, he's extremely over. It's the right time for Stevie Fierce. Like he's hot. He's got a lot of potential. He's got the look. I think he needs to get a little thicker, like a little more bulkier. You think so? I think so. But I think he's got the height. He's got the look. Um, and he's owning the gimmick, right? So yeah, like, like that's like, him. Yeah, you, know? you can tell like that's mm-hmm. who he is. Um, you know, in a sense, like it's it's himself turned up to twelve, is the old saying, right? Um, so yeah, then uh, who who takes the pit? Who pins GPA? So the guy there was a CZW guy passed out in the ring. I don't know who it was, but Stevie Fierce drapes the arm. That's right. On yeah, GPA. Mm-hmm. Um, so he basically cost it for his own team. I was shouting, "Why, Stevie? Why?" <laughs> did you uh, did you see a tweet before? I think it was before the show, uh, where Steve Fear says, "I think my team hates me more than CCW." <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I did not see that, but I, that's perfect. Um, and since I talked about tweets, I want to just get that in there. Follow get it GPA. In, dude. Get your shit in. Follow GPA, bro. He's so good on Twitter. What, what are some tweets he does? What, is, what are some tweets he uh, did? Uh, so. Most of it, so I don't, you know, I don't watch a lot of WWE lately or whatnot. You know, I'll catch it here and there. But he's always making, like, funny comments. Um, I think About he, WWE? About what's happening in the storylines okay. or whatever. It's because um, he's smart, he, dude. He's got he, a good he, grade point average. <laughs> I think he's the one that, that uh, tweeted uh, recently where, when I don't know if you saw that um, that spot with Apollo Crews where he gets kicked. Yeah, I saw that. So I think uh-huh. he's the one that was like, Apollo Crews nearly got kicked back kicked all the way back to nxt or something <laughs> like that um like i don't know but i really like his shit on twitter so uh if you're not following him follow gpa what's his handle do you know uh i don't know his handle okay um, well we'll we'll tweet it out we'll send him a shout out you yeah. guys can follow him we'll send him a shout out we're probably gonna tag everyone and once this is released just everyone we know yeah 
Um, so now we're tied up four and f- or three and three. Excuse me. Oh, okay, good. Three to three. It's and it's time for the main event. It's time for the main event. So we have Leo Rush. Leo Rush, the draw of this card, <laughs> I would say, or the biggest name on this card. Yeah, you could say. I mean, and, and it's it's followed by a lot of buzz, knowing that this is his last Chicago appearance. He's getting called trips. Trips, <laughs> trips got the he he got the call from trips is what I'm trying to say. He's getting the call up to yeah. to Florida or down to Florida, you could say. And yeah, Leo Rush, that's the rumor, right? Leo Rush is going to the big leagues. Yep. Do you think he goes to NXT two or five live or straight to the main roster? What? No, he's uh, not going straight to the main roster. I, I'm just saying he's going to go NXT and then eventually wind up in two or five live, which sucks. So? Yeah, yeah, bro. You don't think? I don't who, want it to you, happen. Well, no, okay, so um, I added the third, the main roster, just because it sounded good. But <laughs> okay, um, like I say no I was, to that. <laughs> uh, NXT or two or five? You don't think he could just go straight to two or five? Um, I'm not saying that he can't. I'm not but you saying, don't think that he won't? I don't think that he will. Okay. I, I mean, I, and I'm not saying what's going to happen is what I want to happen either. Right, right. I want everyone cruiserweight. No matter who you are, you should have a shot to win any single belt that there is. Right. That's just that's just how I th- how we think. But mm-hmm. um, I think he's destined for two or five live. If it's still even there by the time he gets there, like he could spend a year, he could spend like two years in NXT, and there probably won't be another. There probably won't be a two or five live soon. Eh, you got a point. Good point do you think there. it makes it to the end of the year? I think it does. Live? I think yeah. it does. But um, so, you know, not to sidetrack too much off of it, but we know WWE is making a bunch of cuts as far as production, right? So you heard about the no pyro. No they, pyro. So there's no more pyro. No more talking uh, smack. No more talking smack. Uh, Which sucks. I watched uh, so the, uh, the battleground talking smack portion of it. Do you mean even, like the pre-show? Uh, no, 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 the the Talking Smack. So afterwards, after Battleground. Oh, they did have? A- they, so they, they're going to have Talking Smack after the, the main events or the... Oh, okay. The pay-per-views, if okay. you may. Okay, okay. Um, the quality of that, like, they just had a backdrop, just like a curtain in the back. They really? didn't even have the whole big spaceship-looking thing. Okay. So they're making the a set. lot of cuts. Yeah, the sets are, are not there, and... And I don't know if we take that into consideration, and if two hundred five is not pulling its weight, you might have a point, and they might not be around for, yeah, for long. Th- I mean, what I hope is, I hope that those people still have jobs if there's no two hundred five. Uh-huh. Like, or they got to try something new with it, or maybe those people go to NXT. I don't know. Um, I I would actually wouldn't. I mean, I don't know if they mind that, right? But I'm like, if if they go down into NXT, like. They could create a bunch of storylines. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know. I think it could work, but who knows? Um, at the end of the day, you want these guys to keep wrestling. Right. That, um, that's what they want to do. So, uh, but who knows? We'll see what happens uh, where Leo Rush has, ends up at. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, yeah, I guess, you know, you, you probably convinced me. NXT is the right place, and, and let's see him there for a while. If you, so you're, you're Leo Rush, you go to mm-hmm. NXT. What's your what is? Who do you like? What's the feud you put them in? No, no, no. Oh, that's a good question too. Let's mm-hmm. let's hold that question. Okay. You have a new name now. What? <laughs> what is Leo Rush's new new na- uh, ring name in NXT? Real Lush. <laughs> Real Lush. <laughs> <laughs> 
small and fast. No, I don't. I don't have no clue. Uh, That's actually a good user fan question for you, the do, listener. Do you, well, for, yeah, before we put that question out there, do you think they're going to make him change his name? Yes. Yeah. Why? Why him? Like we haven't seen name change. Oh, well, we do. We did. Right, seen, Alistair yeah. Black. Uh, um. Um. Yes. We. Yeah. We have. <laughs> Well, actually, the only the other the only other two name changes I guess that I can think of were um, they were prior name at uh, WWE names, so I guess it made sense to go back to them mm-hmm. like K- like Cassius Ono and that uh, still does not make sense in my and McIntyre. No, well, it does. Like, it's not that it's not that wrestling fans would have been pissed. I mean, wrestling fans probably wanted Chris Hero to be his name. Yeah. I know I did, um, but it's like a. But if you can't have Chris Chris Hero like. In my mind, Cassius Ono is not a great name. No, it's not. But it's just because he's been on TV before with that name, and he looks mm-hmm. the same. I mean, he's a bit, little bit bigger, but he, he his face, oh, he's the same on. person. Yeah, you know. So it's, I mean, I think that especially the NXT crowd like would get over that. They would like be like, but I, I think can see. Will, like, I think they will like the NXT crowd is is very different than the the WWE crowd. WWE crowd. Yes. Um, and the reason I say that is because I think. At least even even me, like I would get behind Cassius Ono just because I know who he is and what he's done. And I'm like, all right, well, if this is the gimmick you got, I'm going to support you 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Um, it's not like it's the best name, you know? No. Um, I think his name changes. But you think his name changes. So tell us what you think it would be. Man, I don't know. I'm I'm going to ponder it. Mm -hmm. I know that was a really hard question. To ask you, and I can't even answer it. I think real lush is good, bro. Real, real lush, like R I O. Just swap the to Leo swap and the, the R. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but we'll see. That's a but you, the listener, tweet us what is, if you had to make up a new ring name for Leo Rush, what would that be? Also, if you didn't make up a new ring name for Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, you have appeared at NXT, but they got introduced as Bobby Fish and. Did they on TV? Uh-huh. I don't think has O'Reilly been on TV yet. No, I don't think. I think so. I, I want to say I saw some like in a house. Show so or they're something. keeping their names. But Fish, he got introduced as Bobby Fish. He got introduced I saw Bobby that. Fish. Yeah. Like like on the bottom of the screen when he came out. The screen says Fish. The screen says Fish. What if he, what if he's just called Fish? fish? <laughs> I don't think so. I think the announcers called him Bobby Fish. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So there's a chance then to keep names. Yeah. But I feel like. It, like why it's not? A, keep, it's a coin why toss. not keep Tommy in then? I don't know. Um, so here, my thinking, if you're ever asking me, I think some of bits and pieces that I've heard, it all depends on how you want your contract to be worked out as. Okay. Because if you don't work, so let's say in the case of Bobby Fish, okay, things don't go well, go well for him in NXT, and he decides to leave or whatnot. Now they own the rights to Bobby Fish. So uh, he has to be, change his name if he goes back to the Indies. It could be something like that. I'm not. Don't take my word for it, but I think it's something like that, right? Like so. To keep your name, you have to give to, it to someone else to own, right? Or That's, or even they might not own the name 100, percent but if you're going to use it, you have to pay royalties on it or something like that. Um, so I I, you're making me like want to research this now. Hey. Hey, where did you hear that from, or where did you see that? Um, not that I'm not discrediting yeah, you. No, but I'm just it's curious. um. It's it's a combination of a lot of things like Twitter. Okay. Like Kate, I think Cage Side Seats might have an article on that. Okay. Um, and I think it's a really old po- podcast um, with Chris Hero. Okay. Um, 
It's called a Emilio Spark Experience, I think it's called. I, I don't know how you bumped into that one, but I think hmm. talk a little bit about the, that kind of stuff. It's so it's just like so so contradictory, and we're sidetracking right here, but I don't yeah. care. But it's so contradictory to keep it; you have to give it away. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's so contradictory. Um, yes, user fan question. What what would you name if you if you if you had to name Leo Rush if you had to re- if you had to rename him what would you name him and then let's just do if you had to rename Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly too what would you name them what would you name them um, Leo Rush's first feud who would you want to see it with in NXT oh that's a good one um, and I know I asked you that question you just threw it back at me but mm-hmm. all right I just threw it back <laughs> at you uh, I'm gonna say Drew I'll say Drew 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 yeah. would be too high up on the card by the time he comes in there. Like I would think, Drew at that point, he's he's the champion. What about tag team with, um, uh, No Way Jose? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> man, I, I would be cool. That got you angry. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, like, see, because I would even I wouldn't even be opposed to Rich Swan and real real Leo Leo Rush. <laughs> oh, you're about to say it, real yeah. Lush. Um, you know, like if they were a tag team, I wouldn't mind that. Because I bo- why. Oh, oh, you know, it's a great time to bring, uh, uh, have him with um, Cedric Alexander. But I know they're 205 guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but if we're thinking NXT, uh, hell, throw him with Johnny Gargano and make a new, <laughs> a new DIY. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think I their styles will comp. They're kind of the same person a little bit, but their kind of mm-hmm. styles will complement each other a little bit. I yeah, but if it, if it wasn't a tag team, then who? Singles competition. I would still want to see Drew. Like, first yeah. match ever with Drew. And then, like, Leo Rush tears the house down with Drew, even though he's high up in the card. Mm-hmm. And then it's, like, a welcome to NXT. Really cool match. Because, like, the co- we've seen the combination work with Drew and DJZ. Like, big and little works. Uh-huh. I feel like Drew could just work that same magic. A lighter guy. You just throw him around. And then, you know, Leo Rush would do some quick stuff on him. And um, it'd be, like, a handshake kind of after the match because they both be baby faces. And that's or what I would they, do. you know, they could... Feed uh, the Velveteen Dream to Leo Rush. Yeah. Just have a squash match. Call it a day. And burying (laughs) the Velveteen Dream. Okay, so Isaiah Velasquez. Yes, so this is a guy that... You love. Yeah, he's so good. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think we've said this previously. Like, he has a look. uh, When he steps in the ring, you know, he means business. Yeah, he's got a very serious face, facial expressions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean... I didn't expect any less in this match. It was what, what was your your first impressions on the match? Um, to be honest, I I thought the match was great. Mm-hmm. I thought the match was great, but like uh, I liked other matches better than this match. Um, mm-hmm. But it this was like your if we're talking about like all the different types of this was your pure wrestling. This was your pure wrestling, yeah. which is great. Like you needed something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is really a bu- and th- this and the and I think like the last freelance shit wrestling show we've been to had like such great variety, and I think they should keep doing that mm-hmm. um, because yeah, this is your pure wrestling, really cool spots like indie 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 types of spots match, um, you know, really stiff kicks and smacking of the knees, which gives or the legs thighs, which gives that effect, but still look good. They still look really good. Um, and then it ended in kind of a funny way. Uh, do you remember how it ended? Uh, I would be lying if I did. <laughs> um, um, I, I remember the, the there was a roll-up somewhere in there. Yeah, so they yeah. ended via small package. Okay. But before that, Leo Rush was 
gave a super kick to Isaiah Velasquez when he was on his knees, and then Leo Rush just super kicked Andy, the referee, out of nowhere. Oh, for no reason, for right? No reason. <laughs> so Andy's down. Ever he's like covering his face because he's probably laughing. Uh-huh. Um, DJ Hyde runs in with a referee shirt. That's right. Okay, I remember that. Gives okay. the fake two mm-hmm. count. The Shane McMahon f you. Uh-huh. Then he comes out. Matt Nix runs in with a referee shirt. Gives the fake two count to Leo Rush, covering Isaiah Velasquez. And there's spots and stuff going on in between this. Um, and then finally, as Andy's coming to, Isaiah Velasquez is on the ground. And then after like taking a big spot from Leo Rush, and then he rolls him up for the small package one, two, three. Yeah. Um, DJ Hyde then comes out. And once again, like really good on the mic. Thanks, everyone. Says that they're going to come back. Like they've had a really good experience. Says that him and Leo Rush are going to have a moment in like a couple of weeks, meaning that they're going to say goodbye, right? So that mm-hmm. just confirms again, like what's going on. Yeah. Um, gives a puts over Isaiah really hard. Right. He doesn't even let him leave the ring. Yeah. It doesn't right? even let him Isaiah leave the keeps ring. like trying to roll out and, and go classy thing to do, right? Right. Give him the ring yeah. for him to say his goodbyes or whatnot. But, um, but no, they keep roping him back into the ring, tell mm-hmm. him to come back. He, that happened like twice, three times, I remember. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this was your pure, that's what you hit, you hit the nail on the head there. Pure wrestling match. It was great. I don't, I, if I like had to do match of the night, what would you think would be your match of the night? Um, okay, so it's, it's a little unfair to, to say match of the night in, in my Because every match was good. Because every match was good and it was different, right? For different reasons. So the, the one that stuck out to me, like if I'm thinking like, oh, best match of the night, I, like I really enjoyed Private Party, right? Yeah. Um. But then I'm like, oh, but, you know, dude with the shooting star press and the whole uh, eight-man scramble was great. And then I think about um, Sugar D. And, and, like, so then I started thinking, like, in this match, in this match, in this they match. Kinda, like, there's, like, aspects of them that kind of keep, like, countering yeah. each other. If like, you that was funny, but then this brought me this right. way. And then that took me to a different feeling and, you know. Yeah. The, we so. could probably have a legitimate discussion, even with Hector, about, like, like what is like what was the well, best? Match? I guess, and I don't know if it's the the best compliment I could give this show, but um, you know, and I tend to buy you know DVDs or whatnot. Like this is a DVD that I wouldn't mind buying and watching just because. Yeah, right? I, I I agree. And like after honestly after this match, I thought to myself that I could have brought like a casual wrestling fan or not even a wrestling fan, right? Like to this, like you could buy the DVD and watch this. With someone who's in, like, you could introduce them to wrestling and be like, this is like, this has everything in it and see what you like, kind of. Um, mm-hmm. And that person would probably have been like, actually, I really enjoyed that DVD. And yeah. I kind of want to watch wrestling now. There's a chopper outside. Do you nah, we don't hear it. No, you I don't, don't think that. we're picking it up. Okay. Um, but I lost my train of thought now. Uh, no, we were talking about how mm-hmm. this, this is a, an event, uh, pay a DVD that we can buy and show yeah, to anybody. Yeah. Um, and I think that's right on. Like, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna give my match of the night. Uh huh. Um, close, like you said, though, extremely close. Every match is good. Every single match, and hats off to everyone for working their ass off, and for people from CZW flying in from Philly for this. Yep. Like, thank you. Um, I'm gonna give it to the eight man tag team CZW versus team freelance. Mm-hmm. Uh, for multiple reasons, I felt like that this was the this was kind of the mat. You know when you like you really want your team to win. Yeah, I had that feeling. Mm-hmm. Like like when I watch the Bears play. You know, not a ton of winning going on recently, but 
like when I when they're playing the Packers, like I really like really want. You were in that team spirit. I was, yeah, we I even got our freelance T-shirts. Right. We <laughs> I, yeah, we bought it a freelance T-shirt. Um, I, w- I I had that team spirit feeling mm-hmm. for team freelance, and I thought like the storytelling in it with Fierce and GPA. GPA got busted open on that mirror shot too. Yeah. Um, I think that was shoot right. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, and I think it was more towards when he landed, like the with the shattered glass and stuff. Oh, okay. Because uh, he they released a promo that he cut after the the match. Yeah. And you see like the cuts on his shoulder and kind of part of his back. Oh, cool. Um. So yeah, that was like the storytelling in that, how that each each side kind of had a counterpart to to themselves uh-huh. and they did the cool stuff with like the women getting their shit in when they needed to um i thought that was like my favorite that that kind of encompassed yeah i mean you could actually you could say like dj hyde versus robert anthony kind of encompassed the right this this rivalry this mm-hmm. two-year rivalry but i thought the amen tag was like this is this is their team this is our team like root, yeah. for your, root for your boy. It was cool to see, and it was cool to see these people that we've been watching all on the same side now. You know, like yeah, yeah. all like these feuds that were happening car, internally. Exa- exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, you, does that anyone ever really cheer for? If you if you cheer for baby faces, like, does anyone ever really cheer for Craig Mitchell because he's a Mar- heel? Mm-hmm. Like, um, probably not. But then, like, you were cheering for him in this match, so it was like you were cheering for all the guys that we've seen like three or four times over the past like four months. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just us. Yes. Right. Like, right. 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 Um, so yeah, I, I'm gonna give it to that one. If you had okay. to choose, give if me I one. had to choose, I think just because of the 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 storyline, the the stuff that they set up from the get go was the um, ego versus okay. uh, CCW owner. Yeah. Um, like the the promo at the beginning, well, before the match started, the promos mm-hmm. that they cut, um, really, like I said, like it's all about feelings here, <laughs> and it's like it, it put me on a different like like okay, let's let's focus, like it's going down for real now. Yeah, and and I really enjoy that. So I, if I had to choose, I would do that. I would pick that match. I think that's a I think that's a great one as well. Yeah, like re like took they took us on this roller coaster ride of mm-hmm. feelings, like ups and downs, and like. Really, just getting reactions out of people. Yep, was uh-huh. everyone did a really good job, and I think that's what we want, right? When we go to a show, is like to, to to be on that, you know, no pun intended, but ultimate ultimate thrill ride, right? Like, you know, that's what WrestleMania tried doing, <laughs> but they completely <laughs> failed there. Uh, there was some good WrestleMania. <laughs> there was some WrestleMania stuff, but yeah, but ideally, like this match, or I mean, this whole card took us for that ride, and it was very enjoyable. Yeah, I think so. I think so. So, I mean, this was this is like making me want to go to more freelance, and I'm pretty sure we're gonna be there. Yeah, well, up. there's more free, freelance in the in the future of Two Heels in a Face. I think so. Um, their next show is August 18th. August 18th. Yeah, um, I'm not sure what the name of the event is yet, but I know they'll be back at Logan Square. Okay. So. And I think they're doing one at Talia Hall soon. So oh, look out okay. for that. Yeah, Tally Hall, which is like a five minute walk from where we are right now. Uh-huh. Um, I think actually I think that's the same day as Russell Fest. The twelfth? The twelfth, August twelfth. It might be. Mm, okay. Did we buy Russell Fest tickets? Are we we don't have Russell Fest tickets. We don't tickets have Russell Fest yet. tickets yet. Mm-hmm. We, we gotta maybe we gotta decide then if they're run if I mean I'd I don't know. Do we uh, wanna drive to Juliet for Russell Fest or do we wanna walk drink some Rodellos here and then walk five <laughs> minutes to Tally Hall? 
Because uh, I, I could have a pregame here. You, uh, me, we, Hector, yeah, we Carla, here. Um, what? <laughs> I mean, it can happen. Um, you know, we can have some. What? What are those? Uh, yeah, bros. Yay, boys. Yeah, boys. Yeah, boys. Yeah, boys. Yeah. Um, I got some Tito's in the fridge. So, um, yeah. I mean, we we got to look at the at the calendar and uh, and decide. Okay. If, we, if decisions need to be made. Executive um, decisions need to be made. <laughs> exactly. Um, any any other thoughts? Final thoughts on this show? Man, it was just. It was like we're recording really late, so the enthusiasm might be out of my voice right now. But I tell you, like after I left the show, after I left the show, I felt like energized enough to like go do something else. Did you sneak in a five hour, five hour energy drink? I did, did not have a five hour energy drink this show. Okay, and I you, like I did was you ready. Need it? Uh, no, no, I didn't need uh, it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say the same that's thing. That's the point, uh-huh. right? You, you, that's the that's the point you're making. I would have mm-hmm. like I was ready to go like. Like slam beers after this, show. Uh-huh. like with. But they closed the bar. We tried. We tried did. getting in a beer, and they closed the bar by the time we were trying to head out. Right, like that's the time. Mm-hmm. That's the time you keep the bar open. But next time, like I don't know, man. Next time we need to like grab a crew and go to like Hopwell if they're still open and after nearby. the show, yeah, yeah, something like that. Just recap it from there. Well, maybe we'll do a maybe we'll do a recap recording where everyone's <laughs> drunk and see what everybody says. Hey, hey! That's where honesty comes out, right? Yeah. So we'll we'll get real live reactions. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, that's that's all I got. I think this this was it. I mean, it was a great show. We can't say it enough. And we'll be we'll be for sure. I, I'm I'm thinking we're gonna be there at the on the 18th, uh, August 18th. Um, and where's that? Logan Square. At Logan Square. Yeah. You know, I gotta pull up the schedule. I don't mm, know. Okay. I, I don't know, bro. Like you can't just be you can't just be assuming that I'm going. I assumed. Places. I mean, I didn't think you were going to be traveling for all the traveling. August eighteenth, I got it in my calendar. August eighteenth, <laughs> I have. Um, I'll be gone the next day out of town, but Friday that's, show freelance that's wrestling. Fine with me. I leave. I leave out of town on the twenty fourth. I think. So. Where are you going? Uh, come. We're taking a quick trip to uh, Wisconsin Dells. Oh, nice! It's, it's going to be actual vacay time. Nice. So, should be good. That's always fun. Yeah, it's the so it started. Uh, you know, Carlos like let's take some vacation time, but like let's not go anywhere far. Okay. Somewhere that Tell's gonna enjoy herself or whatnot. Yeah. So, Wisconsin Dell was, and it was just the three of us. And then now just it's like we have like us. a seven-person cabin. Uh, my Who's parents going, are going. No, my parents, oh. my si- my siblings. Okay. Um. I, my cousin's gonna come from out of town for that so oh cool um and that's the weekend of the mayweather versus mcgregor fight so you're so not hosting i am not gonna be hosting i'm gonna have to scramble figure out how to wait a way to watch um <laughs> you know the whole uh triple mania which is the dr are, Wagner. are they happening on the same day they're happening on the same day um, so I need to take a couple laptops if needed. <laughs> <laughs> Satellite station. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I'm sure I'm just going to end up, uh, you know, finding a bar nearby and watching the McGregor fight. And then I'll try to watch the, the triple mania stuff at another time. Did you hear all the scuttlebutt about, uh, triple A screen over Taya and Johnny Mundo and stuff like that? Scut- did you use the word scuttlebutt? I did. I don't know if I properly <laughs> used that, but I like it. Um, yeah, it's a lot of the new engage Johnny Mundo and Taya. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What happened? 
So Taya is their women's champion, if you may. It's okay. Rey de Reinas or, or something like that. Uh, okay. That's the name of the title. Um, and, you know, Johnny Mundo has all of the fucking AAA titles. Right now he uh, does? Yeah, he has like three or four. Or any, I think, yeah, it's three three singles Holy shit. titles. So he's really? holding all three titles and okay. he's making all the appearances down in Mexico or whatever. Okay. Um, so he's busy. Yeah. Taya was not scheduled for this one show. And I think what happened was that, uh, you know, the production crew or whoever told Mundo, like, hey, can you bring the women's title for maintenance or something? They were going to do something with the title. And it's like, sure. Oh, touch so, up. Because, yeah. So they brought it in and. Then they announced that Taya was stripped from the title for some weird, like, legal chokehold on a match that she used or something. Like, that. They, it, this what? was not even storyline. It was just, like, it's, it's the Mexico screw job. And uh, so they took the title away. Sexy Star comes back to AAA and wins whatever scramble they had for, okay. for the women's title. And now Sexy Star is the, cha- the champion. And so... Dog shit, bro. Yeah, so I heard that. I think it was. I don't know. I don't know what day it was. But then the following day, I get an email. Uh, it's when uh, the Comic Con in San Diego was happening. Mm-hmm. So they were gonna have a bunch of Lucha Underground stars. And the first set of people that that I got on this email was Johnny Mundo, Taya, and Vampiro. And Vampiro is kind of head of creative over there, At and AAA. in Mexico in AAA. Mm-hmm. So when I saw that, I'm like, oh, shit, how are they going to work that out? Right? Yeah. Like, there's definitely some tension because there were a bunch of tweets from Mundo. And I don't know if Taya, but I saw some tweets from Mundo about this is shit. Like, you know, you could have done this deep differently, but yeah. you chose to screw us over. And I don't know why. Wow. I got to um, check that out. And I think Mundo was in there like, yeah, I'm not going back and fuck their belts. I'm keeping them. Uh, so... I don't know what's going on with that right now, but as it stands, Mundo has the titles and they stripped Taya away from the belt. But at this Comic-Con, uh, Johnny Mundo tweeted uh, a picture of his, him on his, in his stand with Taya. And, um, and he put up a sign that's like, um, office stooge around the corner. And it's where like Vampira was at. <laughs> so <laughs> there's, there's some heat going on, but that worries me for, for the sake of Lucha Underground, right? Like we have all the, so we have Puma definitely leaving. He's just waiting for the episodes to stop airing so he can, you know, either go to WWE or do whatever he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, this, you know, Vampira working for both promotions and, you know, creating beef around with the talent. It's a little tricky to manage. Um, I also heard Rey Mysterio's contract is about to be up and he's shopping around. They've seen him talk to WWE and um, Global Force. Mm. So, okay. yeah, man. So it's looking rougher for Lucha Underground, in my opinion. Have they... I haven't watched season three at all, but have they been like creating new stars? Um, somewhat. Yeah. Um, like I, I've a honestly couple have not been like, able to to watch okay. a lot either. So it's a, been like two, three weeks that I have not watched a show. A couple new guys that I like randomly saw, like the Rabbit Tribe. Right, the Rabbit that, Tribe guys. And that are Vinny Massaro guy. Uh, Vinny Massaro has been around since the first season, I believe. He wasn't in season two. Mm, I'm confident. Yeah, I watched he, all of season two. He was not in it. I'm pretty sure he was in the bathroom a lot. Like backstage, like bits like those in the bathroom. Yeah. I don't. I would have noticed that. Yeah? I've watched all of those. Okay. I don't think so, bro. Well, I've seen them in Underground Maybe prior. Didn't, they, didn't they split up season three? Maybe it was in the first half of season three. Oh, that could have been it. Yeah. Yeah. But they seem like, 
they've been like still creating some new care, at least like a keeping their under the yeah, mid card. Yeah, but I, I don't know if if they're building enough to to keep the same uh, set of eyes to yeah. to keep keep watching. You know, I mean, you're losing some big names in Mundo and Mysterio and Puma. If that mm-hmm. had, like you're losing, that's like you're losing like your top five and, and guys. Like it's all up in the air still with Phoenix and Pentagon. Bro, I feel like they're gonna have a big move like coming up soon. Like they, you know, it would be cra- like here's here's a, my thought. I tweeted this out randomly, but uh-huh. and Austin, since Austin Aries left WWE, like what if like New Japan? I feel like New Japan is like five big signs away from like making a run at WWE, maybe. But they gotta do more stuff over here. They gotta uh-huh. do more stuff with the states and with their tech and like make it accessible. But wouldn't it be cool if like Aries? This is just fantasy talk. Mm-hmm. Just think, just pictures like Aries, um, Pentagon, Phoenix, and I don't know. I don't know who I tweeted out. I tweeted out like a bunch of random names. Like I don't know. And they scoop up like a couple other people, like Riddle maybe or something like that. Like okay. New Japan just signs like five big names, and like the rosters after Lucino Omega. Great. After Lu- huh? Oh no, Omega mm-hmm. stays. You, you think he stays? Well, I think he stays for a little bit longer. Yeah, I think there's gonna there'll probably be talks again like after tw- WrestleMania. After Mania, yeah, yeah. But uh, I think he stays until then. But like, what if I don't know? Like, what if they just sign like five? Think of like five cool dudes for them to sign. And then, do you think they could? And then they start doing like more shit over here and making it more accessible. You know, like, I don't know if, if they he's make wrestled over there, but I I think. Uh, Cobb will be great over there. Cobb would be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he can throw some people around. There's some, there's some, yeah, and then there's some light Japanese boys over there that want to get suplexed. <laughs> <laughs> um, that sounded terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I know what you mean. Like, yeah. like you know, it's... The, it, I think Cobb will do great over there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. Like, you throw him mm-hmm. in there, you know? I don't know. Just think about it. Would it be, wouldn't it be cool if we had, like, a... Japan versus WWE, like like Monday Night Wars or something like that. I don't know. Uh, I'm just I mean, talking to my ass, but no, it's 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 a it's a good idea. It's I mean, it's it, the the ideas are there, but I don't know if it's gonna happen. I don't I don't know if um like because New Japan, I guess it will be targeting the 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 fans that we are, right? Like when versus WWE is always looking after the non wrestling fan. Um, does that does that make sense? WWE, WWE is looking for the casual viewer all the time. Mm-hmm. Where New Japan would go after fans that constantly watch and want to yeah. see wrestling, and so yeah. WWE would probably still be fine. But mm-hmm. yeah, what if like a what if like a lot of the hardcore wrestling fans just went like boycotted and went and started watching New Japan only, mostly. So I've been my interest has been piqued by, by Impact. I have not mm-hmm. watched it because it's it's hard. I can't. I don't have that channel, yeah. and it's hard. To, and I think that's what everybody's been saying. Yeah. But now that I want, I'm like, all right, I'm I'm willing to give it a shot. Like I just haven't because I I don't even know where to look yeah. for it. If New Japan, if, if we combine, let's do New Japan slash Ring of Honor tries mm-hmm. to take down, not take compete with WWE. Um, they probably have to appeal. To, they probably have to find a kid segment. You think so? Well, then well, to fully com- be a competitor, yeah. But I don't think you want to be a competitor in the sense of you're going to provide the same type of sports entertainment. That's true. But maybe like, what if they have like just a portion of their shows are kid friendly? 
kid friendly like the minis? <laughs> no, like that appeals to <laughs> no, like, no, I know what you kids mean. that like Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure there'll be some. I mean, hey, if they like Pentagon can be a kid attraction. Like he's a huge kid attraction <laughs> in Mexico. Is uh, he? Yeah. Does he break arms in Mexico? Uh, um <laughs> I think the the arm breaking thing it just uh started with with underground. Oh. That's um, like my that I love that. But um I mean Phoenix? Yeah, Phoenix. Phoenix is kid friendly. He's an ex Ray Ray. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Ray Phoenix. At Ray that. Phoenix. He mm-hmm. is a Ray. Mm-hmm. He's a Ray. Make it happen. Book it. Book it. New Japan. Push Paco. Put <laughs> hashtag push Paco. We're starting a hashtag <laughs> online. Hashtag push Paco Gonzalez. Yeah. Please, please retweet and join in on the fun. But where where can you find us, Chris? Let's wrap it up. Let's take it right. home here. We've been um, rambling. Yep, we've fantasy booked and already recapped the show. So yep, let's take it home. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Two Heels in a Face. That's number Two Heels in a Face. Um, you can Bam. find us at uh, online at Two Heels in a Face dot com. Boom. And you can find us on Facebook, Two Heels in a Face. Yep, SoundCloud and iTunes. SoundCloud and iTunes. SoundCloud oh, and okay. ITunes. So this is a perfect chance, and I won't take too long. Here we um, go. We have an extra ticket for. Um, Shh, no, we don't. Do we do not? Okay. So no, let's wait. Make, no, no, let's just say it. Go uh, for it. Okay, I, like, <laughs> I don't know, even know what you're going to say. Oh, no, I have an extra ticket for AEW show on August 31st. Oh, the Burn- the Cody Rhodes show. Yeah, the Cody Rhodes Cody, show. Cody. Um, so if. Let's um, do a contest. Yeah. Let's, I was going to say, let's, uh, if you guys leave us a review on either iTunes or, or SoundCloud, uh, we'll kind of, you know, I don't think we have any reviews right now because we'd never ask for reviews. We just want your conversation on Twitter. Yeah. So let's, um, you want to ask for a review? Let's ask for a review. Yeah. I think it's uh, it's an easier way (laughs) for us to collect names and do a raffle and see who wins that, uh, that one ticket for a W show. Cool. In Uh, your review, you have to put the hashtag push Paco. Okay. (laughs) That that will determine (laughs) If you become a contestant or not in this contest. Yes. If um, you leave a review and hashtag push Paco is not in it, thank you. But you're not you're not entered in then. Right. Let us know what you think about the pod. Let us know and, if you want to talk about it. And give us your Twitter handle too so we know like if you win, like where to contact you. That's true. That's very Good true. point. Logistics. Um, all right. I think that's it. You can find me at Compadre Chris. And myself at Chuck underscore Colorado on Twitter. And you can also find us at any other indie show, hopefully, around the Chicago land area if Charlie's not traveling. And you can find Hector <laughs> at Worker Park 81. Right. Hector, Hector's becoming <laughs> the, the three, third amigo. Right? Yep. Uh, three so amigos. he's always there with us at the shows. And, uh, yeah, make sure to say hi to him. Um, anything else, Charlie? Hashtag push Paco. All right. Thanks. Thanks.